So Georgia, wonderful to have you here today as part of our Grounded Toward Growth uh, interview series. Um, I'm, I'm in the process of interviewing both my CEO members as well as our trusted advisors. You are a trusted advisor with Vistage, and, and you're also a district manager for Insperity. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about yourself. Um, sure. Tell us about Insperity. You know, I understand it's a, what, about a $5 billion company, so a lot of folks don't realize how large it is. And it, how, it is you, how it is you came to Insperity? Sure. Um, well, I, I joined Insperity in 2012, so it's been 11 years, uh, okay. going on 11 years. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I came here um, after a couple of organizations uh, post-college. Um, just a quick, a quick background. I worked for a huge 45,000-person company, big organization. They had everything, all the bells and whistles, all the training and development, the mentor program, um, you know, the, the career tracks, the leadership development, the, the training, um, the great benefits, uh, big enterprise size company. Um, I, I left that company after a few years because I didn't really like my boss. <laughs> you know, they say that number one reason why people leave. <laughs> right. I, I thought I didn't like my role, but it turns out, uh, you know, I, I went to a smaller organization that had a couple hundred people. Um, loved my boss, but I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I had no idea what my job was. Uh, you know, they defined it in the interview. And then once I got there, I was kind of left to my own devices. And, and uh, there was no leadership in the office. I didn't know what my expectations were. So a little bit stark difference um, in in the structure and organization and, and stability, I guess, of, of day to day. So, um, you know, I went from big company being fully supported, but didn't like my boss. Loved my boss, small company, had no infrastructure, didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, didn't know how to get a raise. Yeah. Um, and then Insperity found me. Okay, so they found me on LinkedIn. They said, look, we're, we're an HR company. We go out, we meet with small businesses, and we help them develop their people. We help them get better benefits. Um, and I was like, man, our company needs what you guys do. Um, but anyway, so I, I joined Insperity. Um and it's it's the best company I've wow. hands ever worked for. So um, you you came on board eleven years ago, mm -hmm. and you came into what a sales a sales role. Sales role. Yep. Okay. So um, I came in. Uh, the funny thing is, <laughs> I I've had all three of my children here at Insperity. So yeah. uh, you know, wow. I joined. <laughs> I know, uh, but they were phenomenal. Everybody was was so supportive and phenomenal when I was, you know, pregnant all those years, maternity leaves, coming back every time. Um, and so I, I was a what we call a business performance advisor uh, for about six years, um, and then I transitioned into a management position. So um, now I, you know, I lead a team of of eight business performance advisors. Um, and our job is to work with organizations in Maryland, D.C., Virginia, Central PA um, to help them with their people and their people strategy and all the things that go into creating a culture where people want to come to work. Right. They yeah. want to to be yeah. at the place that they're spending eight to nine, ten hours sometimes um, being there. Right. So we help kind of create that environment for, for business owners. So they practice what they preach. They practice what they um, are, are providing and serving yeah. others with. So, so you've explained this to me a time or two, but could you yeah. talk a bit about 
what is a professional employer organization, PEO, and yeah. how did these things come about? How long have they been around? Good question. So, you know, so PEO is essentially, um, it's a business model that allows small to mid-sized companies to stay their small business and, and operate exactly how they operate today with the same business owners and the same organizational structure. Um, but they have access to resources, departments, teams, people, technology, benefits, all the things that enterprise size organizations have. So if you think of any business problem that a small business has, I guarantee you big companies have those same problems. They yeah. just have different tools, more tools, more resources, right, right. more money, right? To really deal with and right. and throw people at those problems. Um, when when you're in a small business though, um, your, your resources are limited. Right yeah, to, to the people on your team, to the to the vendors or partnerships that you have, to the mentors or to the, the board members, right? Like you have a finite, you know, set of resources to help solve those business problems. So, you know, what we do is we come in and, and we give you access to all of our departments, all of our teams, all of our technology, all the benefits, all the things that we provide corporate, me and Sparity employees, our team. Um, we. We give that to our clients. Like they have yeah. instant infrastructure, instant awesome benefits, right. instant training, development, ex executive coaching. Um, so you know, it's it's just a different way to 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 handle and and offer your employees big company benefits. So so I know um, I worked for major corporations, multi billion dollar companies most yeah. of my career, and I was involved in a lot of the HR systems that we had mm -hmm. to purchase and acquire and mm -hmm. implement system-wide and all the education and training involved there. And they're very, very expensive and, and, and very powerful mm -hmm. tools. So, so as a member of your PEO, a, a company would get access to all the HR systems as well as mm -hmm. all the talent that you bring. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're getting all the benefits of a large corporation but yep. at a fraction of the cost. And that's exactly. awfully hard to replicate if you have one one or two people serving in an HR capacity to mm -hmm. be able to offer the entire breadth of HR services and systems. Yep. That sounds like. Now, what about the benefit side of things? I mean, yeah, you know, let me... how does that work? Is there, a, is there a cost savings by being a part of your right. PEO? Yeah. So, so let me break down kind of what we do. There's, there's three areas that we really focus on. So it's the HR, the people operations, right? Where you and, you know, sometimes companies have HR directors or HR managers or operations or finance folks who kind of also double as HR. Um, or sometimes it's the CEO or CFO who's handling HR. So no matter who is handling the people side, um, we back you up with a team of people not to replace anybody, but to just help you and give you resources for whoever is handling that HR function in-house today. So, um, and we can get into all of the, the tools and resources into the HR side of things, but it's a dedicated team. So there's the HR side of the house. Um, so that, that's, that's the first piece. The second piece is, is benefits um, and the cost containment through benefits. And then the third piece is compliance and all of the employer related liabilities that come along with having employees basically so wow. yeah so you know you asked about the benefits so benefits it's 
benefits are tricky because it's the second um, it's the second largest employer expense to payroll. Yeah. It's the most inflationary and it's it's the most erratic right. <laughs> and it, it's not going down. It it I don't see it going down anytime soon if ever unless something fundamentally changes with the the industry oh. or our country. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, states. So um, so benefits we've we've figured out a way to go directly to our healthcare provider United Healthcare and procure benefits on a large scale. So we've got about a half a million lives in our group ID. So part of being part of disparity is that we aggregate all of our small business clients together. We use that economies of scale to go to UHC and say, hey, we've got a half a million lives. Do you want the business? <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's more than that, but we've been doing this about 15 years with, with United Healthcare. Um, and they provide us with coverage for not only Insperity employees, but all of our clients. So we're all on the same group ID. Um, and what that does is it allows us to have lower pricing because of obviously the scale. Um, right. But what Insperity's done is we've carved out any and all potential commissions or broker fees because we, we're not selling benefits. We're not brokering the benefits. We're not using brokers. So we're eliminating the middleman, you know, fees and commissions, um, it actually becomes a pass-through for us. We make no money on the benefits, the 401k, and workers' compensation and EPLI. So, so those savings, to me, the small business owner, those mm -hmm. savings help pay for my That costs. HR arm. Absolutely. Yeah. And compliance. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Um, and I would think the other advantage would be being united, being as big as it is, uh, you can get coverage for people who are working, in, especially in our virtual world now, all oh over God. the U.S., I'm assuming. Absolutely. So, so the, the pandemic, you know, spurred this, this I can work from anywhere sort of mentality, and I can hire anywhere, yeah. which is fantastic um, because you're not limited by your geography, but it also opens up a ton of doors. Okay, so we, then we get into the compliance side of having multi-state employees. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are employer laws, not only from a federal level, but from a state level, local level. And then those laws, payroll laws, tax laws, um, you know, compliance, uh, you know, employer, you know, EPLI, you know, when do I qualify for this and, and when do I have to comply with that? And um, just when you think you've got it down, a state changes. And yeah. sometimes yeah. you don't know until you're, you're hit with a fine or a penalty or a warning. And then what do you do about it? So what we do is we take, we field all of those, right? So because we're, we're doing the transactional or the, the tactical parts of HR. So we're running your payroll. We're handling your workers comp. Uh, most of our clients come on our benefits. Not all, you don't have to do our benefits. If you, if you want to stay where you are, great. No, no skin off our nose. We're not making any money on it anyway. It's just an added benefit. Um, but because it's our job to do those things, we field, any and all compliance related questions or unemployment claims or workers comp claims or medical claims like that becomes our responsibility as, as your partner in this professional employer organization partnership, we take on the brunt of the, the liabilities okay. so that you can focus on you know, running the business, being, being the face of the business or being the, the CFO looking for investments or, you know, trying to figure out, 
you know, am I trying to get acquired? Am I trying to, you know, um, grow the business, hand it off to my second generation? Um, so whatever your focus is in the business, you know, you, you want to have a, a clean closet, like no skeletons in the closet. You want to know that you're buttoned up. You want to know that you're taking care of your people in a way that isn't going to, um, you know, harm the business if, if a transition does happen. So um, we, we help companies, you know, keep you keep buttoned up in the, right. the compliance side. So you, you, t- you just touched on it. Um, so the third element, the third area of services you provide is the risk management side. Yeah. liability side of being an employer. Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, how, how do you, how do you, how does that work? That piece? Right. It sounds too good to be true. Right. We take on all of your yeah. problems. Yeah, like, <laughs> how, can, how can that be? <laughs> so, so actually this is going to also answer your first question. How long have, have PEOs been around? So Insperity yeah. actually founded and pioneered the entire industry. Okay. There was no such thing as PEOs before uh, our co-founder and still our CEO and chairman of the board, Paul Servati, um, created it. Right, So he had a few businesses. Some of them failed. Some of them just didn't go as well. And, and he realized, man, um, I need help in like the people side of things. Like, There's no company there that helps with HR and, and benefits and you know compliance. So, so he created this idea, well, how do, you, how do you take on the liability for other companies in a legal way. <laughs> so he came up with this concept called co-employment. So okay. what co-employment means, it's um, to some people it might sound like a, a scary word, like, oh, I'm giving you my employees, or all of a sudden are they your employees, or who owns them, who do they report to? They are still you. They, those employees are all yours. You have full direction and control, Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, over those employees. They still report directly to you or whoever they report to. Um, we, we, we don't want to have any say in that. But what we do is we pay your employees. We pay you, your employees, um, through payroll under Insperity's EIN, so our tax ID number. And by allowing Insperity to run your payroll under our tax ID, all of a sudden now we become responsible for the payroll tax, the payroll compliance, the multi-state compliance. Uh, we become an administrative employer of record. You are the employer just in the eyes of the IRS. We are the employer of record from a payroll only standpoint. Okay. Once we're running your payroll, now we can group you together and aggregate our clients to have one group ID for healthcare, for workers comp, for things like that. So it's the mechanism that allows us to aggregate and take and take um, responsibility of all of those compliance related aspects. So this had to have required some kind of special legislation. I mean, yes. Okay. So thank you. You, you know, all, all we know is, okay. What, what every, what's everyone ask? Are you an employee or are you a 1099? Well, there's a third question people could be asking. Are you an uh, employee or is it a co-employment situation? Nah, we don't have anything to do with that. We are on the back end. So employees don't, yes, they understand that that, that their paycheck comes from insperity, yeah. but at the end of the day, we're not in your business. We don't yeah. come and sit in the cubes or in your offices. We can't tell your employees what to do. We have zero direction and control over any decisions that your employees make, that yeah. you make. We just become responsible for the outcome of those decisions. So it's a true partnership. Like we, 
we don't take on all the clients that want to come into Insperity's group. We do a very thorough job of vetting our prospective clients to make sure that they have the caliber of leadership that can make sound, good quality decisions um, around their people and want to be compliant and want to do things the right way and treat their people the right way. Because if they don't, you're going to be liable. Because we, yes, exactly. So from a legal perspective, if an employee files some sort of uh, unemployment, not unemployment claim, maybe a you know sexual harassment claim or a wrongful termination claim, you know whose legal team is going to be heading that? That's ours <laughs> because we're co-employed. So when I said earlier that it's our FEIN or our EIN running payroll, um, we are co-employed, which we are a certified professional employer organization. So the IRS has identified Insperity as a employer record from a payroll standpoint. So that allows us to put both of our business names on your W-2 as an employee. So your paycheck is still funded by your employer. It's just Insperity issuing the check, just like any payroll company would issue a check. So there's no difference there. But the business owner, like the employees, they don't. They don't see any difference other than they're getting amazing benefits. They're getting training and development and disk analysis and executive coaching and performance evaluations. And wow, all of a sudden we have career paths and I can know what I what I have to do to get to that next level in my career or to go in a management track. And wow, once I become a management, um, you have management training, like a big company, like my old company that I worked for. But you know what I mean? So you're you're able to provide this culture, this environment where it's you all day long. This is your gig. You just get to use all of our stuff to make you guys look phenomenal and to be phenomenal and to be an employer of choice. Uh, Georgia, one of the things that I recall is um, pretty critical to integrating all of the functions of HR are the systems that that you're able to to use and major corporations i know spend millions of dollars on their hras systems how is how does that work if you're a member with insperity right great question i mean um it's an integral part to the day-to-day um in any business i mean we um Insperity provides all of our clients with a state-of-the-art, beautiful HRIS. It's the same system that we as corporate employees use. Um, it houses all of your data from an employer or employee standpoint. Um, we invest millions of dollars into our HRIS system um, every single year. In fact, we've got, um, I think, close to 500 corporate employees dedicated just to the technology side of Insperity. But um, it's a platform that houses your payroll, your benefits, your onboarding, your policies, procedures, your handbooks, all the forms, all the training and development. Um, it's a full learning management system, too, embedded into it wow. all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got hundreds of thousands of um, included um, learning material, whether it's courses or books or training programs. Um, we have a lot of professional uh development CE credits um, for that as well. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful system, time and attendance, performance management. It's, it's got it all. Wow, great. Um, how about 403B or 401K? Yeah, so um, we 401K is right embedded in, in the same platform as well. Okay. So some clients choose to keep their 401K. Right. Some clients choose to integrate it uh, with Insperity, same thing like the benefits. It's, it's a, 
an awesome 401k. We take care of all the fiduciary responsibilities, all the forms, all the compliance, all the uh, with, withholdings from payroll, and it's all seamless inside the, the portal. So the employers really just set it and don't have to worry about anything after that. So great. Georgia, one of the things that I hear a lot from uh, my my CEO members, as especially as they're growing, so as you mm-hmm. scale the business, you got to scale the organization, mm-hmm. and a critical aspect of that is getting clarity around certain positions, um, having job descriptions. Mm-hmm. Now, some are clear. You know, a COO role might be clear, VP of Ops might be clear, but other positions are less clear. Uh, and then when you go to market, you know, depending on the industry that you're in and the size of company you are, there's only so much you can afford. Um, do your folks help people in, in pulling together position descriptions before they go to the market looking for the right folks? And do you help them determine what a competitive compensation package would look like? Absolutely. All of the above. So we, we've got a whole compensation team um, coupled with our HR team um, to work with you or our business owners or HR to help create and develop job descriptions from scratch. Sometimes we start with the basics and build based on culture, based on, you know, um, uh, experience or, or however you want, however you want to uh, put the, the job description together. But we absolutely um, help you create it. Go and do the salary surveys based on geography, based on you know um, uh, what your competitors are doing and what we're seeing in this industry in the landscape. And then, and then we help you actually take it a step further and create a compensation structure that aligns with the revenue goals of the business or the growth goals of the business. Um, so we you know we do more than just the the base salary compensation analysis. Now you mentioned culture. Um, so that's something people are always wrestling with. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have uh, a means by which you can help um, a, a business owner with building that culture? For example, an employee engagement survey or satisfaction yeah. surveys of some sort for the employees? Yes. Um, we have a plethora of different options to help first gauge, you know, how your employees are feeling about the organization. If you have an area where you, you feel like you need to get a little bit more involved in or, or understand what your employees are feeling around a certain aspect, whether it's benefits, whether it's the PTO policy, whether it's the remote work policy, uh, we have ways to engage your employees and to engage leadership to, to better understand, all right, how are our employees feeling? What are our options moving forward? What's going to make the most sense for our business? And what's the timeline on this sort of implement, implementation or change? So absolutely, um, culture is is ever important. So what, um, what size companies are you typically targeting to become part of Insperity? Is it, you know... Mm-hmm. A minimum thousand employees, or what's the what's the employee no. size, company size that you're targeting? So um, we can work with companies as small as five. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah. really, really from a from startup. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know you have to think, how are you going to grow that company? How are you going to grow your employees um, and retain good employees and continue to grow if you don't have the infrastructure? 
if you don't have the benefits, if you don't have a way to recruit and retain and develop and train your people, um, then it's, it's always going to be turning over, right? So we want to work with the small dogs, right, to help them grow or just stay five. It's really hard to get great benefits when you're five employees. Right. It just is, right? Like right. you're a small fish in a pond. Um, yeah. you're, a, you're just a fish in our pond, and we, we love all, all of our fishes. <laughs> yeah. you know, we want to help you in any way that we possibly can. And, and sometimes we have five- or six-person companies, that's their plan. They want to stay five or six, but they also realize that they want to take care of their people in the best possible way, yeah. um, no matter what. So, so, they, they so if I own a company and, um, you know, typically I'm at five to 10 people, I don't have a full-time HR person. Um, and, um, but there's a point at which I'm going to be big enough that I want to have my own on the payroll full-time HR person. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm partnering with Insperity, I imagine that's a little different than if I'm on my own. And so when do you typically see about what company size mm-hmm. do you see people saying, okay, now I need to have a full-time HR manager or director of HR mm-hmm. if they're part of Insperity? Um, it really depends on what you're looking to do, honestly, Rick. I mean, we have, we have clients who will never have an HR director, an HR manager, um, because the operations person or the admin or, um, you know, the finance okay. person wants to run it. But, okay. you know, um, when we see where organizations need that extra person in addition to all the resources that inspires, you're around 60, okay. 50, 60. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, they'll bring in an in-house person. Okay. Um, and they became, they become the primary liaison with, Exactly. Exactly. So then the CFO or whoever has been kind of our um, on-site person hands the reins over to that individual. And then, and then what we do is we elevate that HR manager or that HR director. And we say, all right, tell us about strategic initiatives that you want to run in your new role so that we can offload all of the tactical and transactional, you know, stuff and, yeah. and how can we support your, well, we want to develop career paths. All right. Well, have you thought about it? Nope. <laughs> okay. Right. So let's, let's take an inventory of, your, of the roles in your company. Let's right. do some salary surveys. Let's see what it, what it's going to um, look like from a financial standpoint when we, you know, promote these people in this position. Okay. What kind of training do we need to align to them? What kind of metrics do they have to show or, you know, experience that they have to have to elevate them to that next position? And how does that increase in compensation align with the business growth strategy of even having that role? Okay. So we're, we're in the alignment of the people strategy with, with the business strategy. So a lot of the companies I work with who are my members are, um, are uh, oftentimes, uh, actually uh, sometimes as many as 50% of mm-hmm. the people in that they employ are, are 1099s. They're, they're not employees. Do you handle the 1099 side for your members? So we have a, we have a, a, a secondary business model uh, that's a non-co-employment or what we call a traditional employment platform um, where we can handle your, your 1099s in addition to your W-2s. In the PEO okay. model, um, 1099s are outside of insperity uh, right. from a legal and liability standpoint. Um, right. we, we, we ask that those 1099s kind of 
stay outside of the model. We can't run their payroll. Um, but we have an additional model called workforce acceleration that gives you the, um, the fundamentals of HR. So payroll, performance management, learning development, all the training development. Uh, but we don't take on the liability and right. we're not handling the benefits. Right. But we give you an HR team. Right. Um, it's just in spirity without the shift in right. liability. And so in that model. You're issuing that. the checks and sending out the 1099s yeah. at the end of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what differentiates insperity from your competition? If I'm a potential, if I'm looking into this, you know, yeah. wh why would I choose insperity? There are a lot of PEOs. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, I think over 500 across the country. Yeah. Um, now there are a few big PEOs, uh, but the majority of them are, are smaller, more mom and pop shop types of, um, of professional employer organizations. And, you know, it's a low bar to call yourself a PEO. You have to run payroll <laughs> um, and you have to do workers' comp. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's the basics. And I'll tell you, uh, most PEOs, that's their jam. That's what they do. They, they aggregate their clients um, onto one payroll system. They run your payroll for you. You know, they keep you compliant with state laws when it comes to payroll. Uh, hopefully they know all 50 states. Um but, you know, they broker the benefits, they broker out the HR, or they have like a call center sort of HR. So long-winded way of saying, you know, they, I should say we, Insperity prioritizes the HR aspect of being a PEO, hands down. Um, and so all of that is in-house. In-house. to... Um, kind of pulling together outsourced services yeah. in, into an offering. Um, um, now, if I'm the CEO and um, how, how does it work? Do you have one point person? Do you have a team of people yeah. that I'm servicing? What's mm -hmm. um, Who am I interfacing with? Is it an 800 number and I don't know who I'm going to get? <laughs> no. How, who am I interfacing <laughs> with? No, there's no... There's no, it's, you have a dedicated service team. So um, you have an HR specialist. So it's usually anywhere between four to six people, depending on your size, right? Smaller groups that are, you know, under 30, um, you know, you may not need a dedicated safety specialist um, or you may, it depends on, on, on the circumstances, the industry, the need, uh, but you have a payroll specialist who's dedicated to you. You have an HR specialist who's dedicated to you, a client liaison, um, a, a performance specialist, um, a safety specialist, um, and then you have us. You have you have me and the business performance advisor in the, in the field who worked with you to evaluate insperity, to help you evaluate your options. Sometimes a PEO isn't the best option where for where you are in your business life cycle. Sometimes you're going between a PEO or maybe hiring a, hiring a consultant or maybe hiring someone in house. So what our job is in the field is to help you evaluate all of the options in front of you and give you pro cons, financial analysis of, of what you're doing today and what it would look like in each of those scenarios. Wow. Um, so yeah, we, 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 we work with you. So uh, we don't leave. Okay. So that's a, a big differentiator is that um, the, the business performance advisors that you interact with, um, they stay with you throughout the, the duration of of your engagement with Insperity. Okay. Uh, we're month to month, okay? So we don't we don't lock you into a year or a two year contract. We have to earn your business every single month. 
So um, if I have if I have fifty or sixty employees, mm-hmm. I mean, can I can I actually share with them? You know, here's who you call about a benefits question. Here's who you call about a payroll question. Here's who you call about a, a, a safety issue. I mean, do your do the employees can they speak with these insperity? This insperity? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's, it's like having a big HR team. Yeah. In yes. Out. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, we have we have a dedicated that service team that I just mentioned. Um, really works with the executive team or the leadership team. Uh, but then when your employees have questions about benefits or enrolling or 401k or mid, mid-year changes, I got married, I had a baby, I need to update my benefits. We have a whole team dedicated to working with those employees uh, to field those, those questions and, and, you know, chat with them, call them, email them, show them how to do it, give them the forms, talk them through it. Um, it's, it's a brilliant orchestra of, of service. Great. No, that's good. So let's say I'm a CEO, I'm a business owner, and um, I listen to this video and I go, well, you know, I got to check this out. How do I know whether um, whether it makes sense for me to give you a call and explore insperity or not? When's yeah. when's the right time to do that, and what what's involved? So it's I think it's always worth a conversation, right? I mean, um. Like I said earlier, we're not the right fit for every business or in this at the right moment, uh, you know, for every business owner. Um, I, I think that the the moments when business owners accept a meeting with us or, or reach out and say, hey, I just want to understand this. Um, it's usually when they're experiencing growth. Um, and they're spending more time doing people or HR or non-revenue generating activities, and they need to get back to, to business. Um, right. Or they're, um, uh, you know, they're looking at mergers and acquisitions, um, you know, when they need to make sure that they've got, you know, a clean back office, great benefits. Um, uh, sometimes when people have had a few rough benefit renewals, um, or they're going from small group to large group insurance or large group back to, uh, to small group. Um, and they just want to see what's out there and, and what can I be doing for my employees. Um, or if you just want to understand what options there are out there from, a, from an HR perspective, um, because yeah. you do have remote employees and you've, right. you know, been kind of winging it and it's fine, but it's, and things are good today in any or of or all of those aspects, but something in the business is about to change. I don't know what it is, but when that change happens, the way that we've been doing things is not going to function as well <laughs> in that this new circumstance. So there could be a million different reasons, um, but you know, it's it's typically when business owners are like, I need to and want to invest in my people in a different way. I want to strategize over diversity and equity and inclusion. I want to understand what benefit options are out there. I want to help my my HR person because she's drowning or he's drowning. Or my or my HR person, you know, the, the thing I really need them doing is recruiting. And, right. and yet they've yeah. got all this other stuff. And as you grow, it's the mm-hmm. other stuff that you know, keeps them from doing what you primarily hired them to do. So yeah. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. So, so I see a lot of upsides. Um, yeah. What are some of the downsides? What are some of the um, things that people would need to look out for? 
if they were to go uh, the route of PEO? So, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I, I hate to work, use the word downside. There, there really isn't a, a downside. Um, right. We're not free. <laughs> right. right. Like what we do costs money, even right. with the health care and the benefit offset. Um, it's rare that we're a break even, even rarer that we're a cost savings. So it's, you know, sometimes businesses come into this thinking, great, we're going to save all this money on, on benefits and that's going to pay for the HR side of things. And yeah, it does often, but not all the way. So, um, you know, I, I, I put that out there just in, in all transparency. But, you know, if you're going to evaluate PEOs, make sure you ask some good questions and make sure you ask um, consistent questions with whoever you're, you're talking with. Yeah. Um, like where do you go as the salesperson once we, we come on board? How do you help us on board? Um, meet your service team. Okay. If there's anything that I can just ask kindly and politely, ask to meet your service team. Yeah. Ask who's going to be on, on your day-to-day -day account. What, what kind of communication can I expect in turnaround times, um, service levels can I expect? Meet them on Zoom or face-to-face, -face, right? Know them, know where they're going to be, know their hours, and know how it's going to work. Um, I think that's the one thing that sometimes, um, you know, is, is not a point of emphasis during the evaluation process um, right. with evaluating the other PEOs. Um, and also, I think, lastly, you know, sometimes the transparency in how PEOs bill or invoice or whatever you want to call it can sometimes be kind of confusing. Um, so I say if, if you're not a thousand percent sure of what the numbers look like and how things were calculated, make sure you take the time with that salesperson or that team to figure it out. Right. And if you still can't figure it out at the end of the day, there's a good chance you're still not going to figure it out six months into the relationship. So right. Right. You know, that, that's so I, not no downside, uh, but there are a few tricky things that are in the industry um, that if you know about them, you know to ask about them, you're all set. And those are just a, a couple or a few. I mean, I can we can go on about that, but yeah. I'm, you know, our job is, again is just to help you in any way we can. So if that's evaluating other PEOs and and their service agreements and their contract length and you know how much does it cost to get out of contract with other PEOs with us. There's there's no cost to get out of it more month to month. So like yeah. little things like that. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you. Um, I want to shift gears on you a little bit. So I think you're our newest trusted advisor member. Um, you've been with us a few months. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your interest in joining uh, Vistage and in particular this trusted advisor group? Um, you know, what have, what have you found helpful? Mm -hmm. um, and what do you see that you're bringing to the group that others are learning from? So, you know, I, Inspirit is a big uh, proponent of Vistage. I didn't know that until recently, but apparently we've been – at a corporate level, because we're based yeah. down in Houston, uh, yeah. but at a corporate level, we've been a part of the Vistage community and ecosystem for a lot of years. Um, and, and I have seen success with small pockets of other Insperity members at other Vistage you know, locations. Um, but I, I didn't really know much about it until uh, I talked to one of my internal colleagues who had just 
you know, come to Chair World. Um, and she was talking about all the awesome people she met and the success that, you know, a lot of the BPAs or business performance advisors or district managers have had being a part of Vistage. And I was like, man, Good. What? <laughs> Good. Like, what can I, can I do this? Like this, that sounds amazing. She was telling me about the, the meetings, the CE groups, the TA groups, yeah. you know, all of the, the process evaluations and uh, the contacts and the, the retreats and just, you know, the gatherings and, and sharing of information, sharing of just, um, just the whole community, right? It's, it's a build, it's a build up community. Everybody's supportive of each other. Um, and so it sounded like something, you know, I haven't invested in myself, you know, as, as a leader, as a manager here, we're always investing in the people around us. Um, but I thought this would be a great opportunity to, to kind of invest in, you know, not only our team, but personal, right. Person, personally, yeah. I, 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 I want an opportunity to expand my network. Yeah. Um, I don't do that anymore in yeah. the role that I'm in. So, uh, and then I met you, Rick, um, yeah. you're wonderful. And um, I think we hit it off and, and I just wanted to be a part of, of what you're growing here. And yeah. um, in the three months, I, you know, I've, I've met a great colleague, Deb, on our, on our yeah. team. Yeah. Um, think, yeah. yeah, she's, she's. Venture uh, capitalist. Yes. Venture capitalist. Ekfora, she's wonderful. She opened my world into VC and, and yeah. private equity and, and private capital markets yeah. in a way that, you know, in just a few months, I, I didn't even know all the intricacies of that world. So sure. um, it's been fun learning about that. And, and she's become a fast friend, um, which is also nice as, as a busy mom with kids. And she's a busy mom with kids. So it's um, it's been great. Wonderful. Well, you've been a real asset for our trusted advisor team. Uh, but also, um, as you I mean, you've only been here a few months. As you mm -hmm. get to know our our groups and and yeah. the CEO, the CEOs who are part of our um, my my organization, as well as the other chairs in the area, um, you your target audience is the Vistage target audience, and it's the small and medium sized business owner and CEO, and mm -hmm. and the people side of the business is a tough one, and. Mm -hmm to have all of the kinds of resources that you can provide when you're small, it'd be extremely difficult. I mean, it's, I mean, you'd be outsourcing to six or eight different folks from a, you know, employment attorney to a tax person, to a safety person, to a compensation person, to a trainer. So mm -hmm. it's, um, it really is a, a, I think a unique business model that fits nicely for Vistage. And that's why you're, part of the national sponsorship team. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for your time, uh, Georgia. I really do. It's been fun. And um, thank you. Thanks for this opportunity. I'm, I'm um, honored to be a, a part of the series. So yeah. great. Well, good having you. Thank you. Yeah.